You're listening to sermons from St. Macarios the Great, Orthodox Mission in Hyde Park. Wisdom, let us attend, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be unto all, and to your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Some fell along the path and was trodden underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it, and some fell on rocks and it grew up and withered away, because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it, and some fell into the good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, Jesus said, to you has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. The one along the path are those who have heard when the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rocks are those who when they hear the word receive it with joy, but they have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of temptation fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they do not, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. And as for the after the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bring forth fruit with patience. As Jesus said this, he called out, and he who has ears to hear, let him hear. The Lord said, He who hears you, hears me. He who rejects you, rejects me. He and he who rejects me, rejects him who sent me. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I gave you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seems good in your sight. Glory to you, O Lord, glory to you.
name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory be to Christ. Until a few years ago, my wife can attest to this, I had a bit of a black thumb. Wasn't much of a farmer, wasn't very good at planting things. I remember one time, my wife and I had a cactus. And somehow, over the course of a few weeks, maybe it was months, I don't remember exactly, but over the course of a short period of time, we managed to kill this cactus. I thought, it's not a very good thing, that's a bad sign. I mean, that must mean I'm less nurturing than a desert. <laughs> but a few years ago, when we were living in Greenville, we started a little garden in our backyard. We planted some plants, different vegetables, and they grew. And I learned a lot about seeds, I learned a lot about soil, water, all these important things that help to cause the growth. Now this morning we heard Luke's version of this parable of the sower. And in Luke's version, like all the synoptic versions, the emphasis is really placed on one element, one element in that growth process. It's focused on the soil. Some seed, some seed goes on the path, but it can't terminate there because the path is packed down and hard. The seed just sits on the surface and the birds come and take it away. Some seed falls among the rocks, but of course the rocks can't retain the moisture that is needed for the seed to germinate and grow. Some fell among thorns, weeds, and they had to compete with these other plants until eventually they were choked out. But then some fell among the good soil to produce a hundredfold. The seed we are told by St. Luke, or by Christ in the words of St. Luke rather, represents the word of God. And the sort of question we're asked by this parable is, what sort of soil are you? How do you receive the word of God? You receive it like the good soil, producing fruit a hundredfold, or like the path, the rocks, the thorns, You know, as I was thinking about this parable this morning, I was thinking, maybe, maybe we hear that and we worry. What if I'm not the good soil? What if I what if I'm not the good soil? What if I don't have that sort of heart? Now, of course, 
know there are things that we can do in our lives, ways that we can till the soil of our hearts, if you will, to prepare them to receive the Word of God. You know these fundamental aspects of our spiritual life, right? We can, we can come to the divine services, preparing our hearts. We can pray in our homes, with our families, with our friends. We can read the scriptures, preparing our hearts, cultivating our hearts. We can fast, we can give alms. These fundamentals of our spiritual life can soften that heart, prepare us to receive the word of God. But as I was thinking about this sermon, I happened across an article from the Australian Academy of Sciences, of all places. Now, one thing my children will know is that plants need more than just soil. Right? You need soil, you need sun, you need water. But some plants, some plants need a little bit more than that. Some plants flourish and grow in extraordinary and strange circumstances. This article from the Academy, the Australian Academy of Sciences, outlined three different types of plants that I thought were really fascinating. You see, some plants, some seeds, have a really hard exterior, a really hard shell on the outside. And, and they sit in the ground dormant for years and years, not germinating, not growing in any way, just sitting there with this hard heart, this hard exterior. But then, Along comes a forest fire. We're familiar with that. We're seeing them all in the West Coast right now. Along comes a forest fire. And as the fire burns through the forest, it also has one other effect. The heat from the fire softens the exterior of that seed. So that after the fire is out, that seed will begin to germinate, and new life, new growth will begin in the forest. It's interesting to note that the scientists also discovered even just the smoke from a fire can cause this same reaction in some seeds. Even just the smoke. They took, scientists took some smoke water that they used to, to water the plants, and the smoke caused that growth. Now, a second strange situation that these Australians were talking about is an instance of a particularly large bird. You, I don't know if you've ever heard of this bird. It's an Australian bird called the cassowary. It's about two meters tall. It's a large 
flightless bird. It's apparently very dangerous, has sort of claws on its legs that can really hurt you quite badly to get very aggressive. But the thing about this bird is it's one of the only animals in the northern rainforests of Australia which eat some of the large native plants. And so as it eats these plants, it's not very discerning. It doesn't just go for the fruit. It eats them whole, seeds and all. And as the seeds travel through the bird's digestive system and are deposited somewhere else in the forest, the travel through the digestive system softens this, the seeds so that they're able to germinate. It's the same thing that happens with another bird, the emu, another flightless bird. The emu is particularly attracted to this rare Australian tree called the, and I'm not making this up, the snotty dog. <laughs> it's apparently a very rare tree in Australia. And when the emu eats and digests and deposits the seeds from the snotty bottle, they awaken from dormancy and germinate and grow. One final example that I came across, not from Australia, perhaps from somewhere like South Florida, where I grew up. See, beaches are not particularly good places for plants to grow. Sand is not good soil to grow anything in. Yet there is one particular type of plant, one particular tree that grows very well at the beach, the coconut. The coconut tree. An interesting thing about the coconut tree is when those coconuts fall down from the tree and get swept up into the ocean, they might drift through the ocean for miles, hundreds of miles. And that salt water of the sea and those waves battering against that coconut take it to another island where it lands and sprouts into another coconut tree. That journey adrift at sea in the rough waves softens the exterior, the hard exterior of that coconut and causes it to be able to grow. So as I was thinking about this parable, one of these three you know, metaphors of negative experiences, we might say. Maybe you resonate with one of them, you know. Maybe your life feels like it's on fire. Or maybe there's predators all around you trying to devour you. Maybe it feels like you're just adrift at sea, tossed around by the waves. I think this morning, our Lord is offering us a word of hope that goes beyond just what type of soil you are. Because 
even in these strange, extraordinary, negative, dangerous experiences like these other seeds face, God can and will cause new growth in our lives. As the Lord says through the prophet Isaiah, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flames shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not fear, for I am with you. So whatever the circumstances of your lives might be, however you're reacting to everything that's going on in the world, however you're finding yourself, your spiritual life in the midst of this pandemic, know that today God is saying to you, do not fear, do not fear, I am with you. God will cause new growth even from these circumstances. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.